Good afternoon, everyone. We are live, fingers crossed, that the bandwidth are working for us today, which we hope. Um, but good afternoon, everyone. Today is Triumph Tuesday, and this is Carol Sue, aka Nani Boss, live with two sisters. Hey, everyone. It's Janice, aka Wellness Diva. And it is probably about 20 some odd degrees in North Haven. It's very chilly. The sun is out. So that's a good thing. It is Triumph Tuesday. And obviously run a little later, <laughs> excuse me, than normal. Um, lots of great stuff happening. Always something happening with two sisters. And as usual, um, I woke up with some keywords and there's actually in some statements. Um, so I'm going to start out by saying keyboard, satellite radio, what we don't know, not sure if I will ever vote again. So I'm just going to start the conversation out because I'm usually the more quiet one of, of the two. The keyboard. So my keyboard, I have several keyboards at my disposal and, and I have been tempted not going to lie, and we've talked about this before, I've been tempted to pound something out on my keyboard, but I have refrained and restrained because number one, is it going to benefit me or our viewers in the long run, or to anybody for that matter, even to the person that I may respond to? And if I'm coming up with no, then it's not worth my energy or anything. So I'm just going to leave that at there. I'm not saying that I haven't before because <laughs> I did a few times in the summer. I was always very respectful and I've been called so many names. I'm kind of laughing at some of the names, but so I'll leave that there. That's my keyboard issue. So I'm triumphing over that. It is Tuesday triumphs. Satellite radio. I want to say that satellite radio is approximately 10, 15 years old about now, <laughs> excuse me, when satellite radio first came out, um, because it was not directed by the FCC, obviously um, everybody was very excited for this new um, audio platform to come out. It was absolutely amazing, 24 hours, no, um, no ads or, or that type of thing. And what I love about satellite radio, or for instance, any radio channel in general, um, <laughs> I sometimes will follow Howard Stern. Now, Howard Stern, you either like him or you don't like him, right? And there's sometimes when I can't stand listening to him, he comes out with some stuff, you're like, what? The? But you know what I did? Number one, he has freedom of speech. Number two, what was the easy thing for me to do? Turn the channel. So if it kind of goes back to the keyboard issue, if you're personally having problems or maybe you think you may offend somebody or you don't want to get yourself into that scenario, turn the channel. Next topic or statement, what we don't know. There's a lot we don't know. There's a lot we do know. Um, a lot of information coming out <laughs> from all over from different angles. Um, what, I'll, what I will say about the information is 
I think at times you do have to pick and choose and, and limit yourself. And, and if you're feeling that overwhelmed anxiety type of feeling, that is certain, certainly um, the thing to do. Um, and I kind of like to interject and let my sister have an opportunity to chat. So I'm going to throw it back to you and then we'll talk about the other one. What we don't know, what would you have to say about what we don't know or any of the things that I've already chatted about? Well, yeah, I'm actually going to go through the, the keyboard. Um, I wish I had the keyboard problem <laughs> because I have been restricted. I am still restricting people. I have gotten a lot of messages. Yes, the social media platform that we are currently on has deemed uh, that I have incited violence, which I have not, obviously. Um, I actually, one of the posts, uh, and now what they're doing is actually going, so I was res restricted from, from posting for 24 hours. And then uh, I was reinstated and within 12 hours, I was back in restriction where it was only three days. And then sometime that night they upped the game so it was, I went from 24 hours restriction of posting and commenting. Then it went to, within about 12 hours, it went from there and it escalated to three days. Whoops. Can you hear me? Can you hear yes, me? Yes, now I can hear you, yeah. Yes. That was restricted to three days and 30 days of no doing lives. And then about three hours later, I went from that scenario to seven days of no posting, commenting, and 60 days that I cannot do lives and or uh, run ads. And as I reviewed what they were restricting me on, um, the first was a comment on someone else's post, uh, which was not... I did not consider violent because when I said, when I asked for somebody to like get fired or think they should be fired, you know, I put it in two terms, you know, they should, you know, burn with their career and get fired. Well, apparently you can't use the word burn apparently is what I'm getting. I'm gathering up. Um, the second one happened to do that. I was quoting uh, president. Uh, I was quoting Jefferson of what he talked about when, about the people's rights and taking over the government, a, a corrupt government, you know, basically having free speech and hear our word. Um, so that got flagged. In addition to photos that were on many different news sites, um, and I screenshot them and posted them. And then the fourth violation is a live that I did of another live, of someone else's live. So someone did the live, it's been all over different social media platforms and I did a live of the live um, because I found it interesting it was on the side of the Capitol building and it actually showed and I'm not saying that you know things were more eventful in the in the front of the building but this is from this, like a side entrance where it really showed the doors were being opened by the officers that were there people were invited in and it was very orderly so that's all I was showing I do not think anything that I posted incited violence um, but these are the times that we live in and I had a lot of people ask me well you know 
you really maybe you shouldn't like post so much about what's going on in our world. I will not be intimidated um, because my and I guess that's up for opinion of what they think is considered violent. Um, I'm not a violent person. I don't I don't believe in violence. However, I definitely believe in peaceful demonstration, peaceful protest. And can you hear me now? Am I frozen again? Am I frozen? Yeah, we could a little bit, but we're good. We're good. So my point being is that this is happening, and I and I kind of find it almost refreshing because I am forced and I cannot comment. I can still see everything on Facebook. I can still use Messenger, but I cannot comment. I cannot reply. And so I am being forced not to use the keyboard and it's not really a bad thing uh, because it forces it's different when you have the ability and how does that play into your mindset and how do you triumph over that when you're so used to being on social media and now you're forced in one direction um, I'm obviously on other platforms so I'm utilizing that and I am going to find you know my own avenue of of being able to connect on Facebook because I do think uh, for someone like me to be restricted for 60 days is absurd, totally absurd. And I really, I think there's going to be some, some changes in big tech and I hope for the better um, because if you, you know, you, you don't shoot the messenger because you don't like uh, their opinion because it's different than yours. That's what's called, that's what's called censorship. Now, I agree with that they better get a little bit more clear on what they consider violence or promoting violence, uh, because quoting a president is not instilling, instilling violence. Uh, showing a peaceful entrance of something that took place that has been already all over their social platform should not be deemed violent. Am I angry about it? No. Uh, because they do have terms of service and, I, and I, I understand that. I don't think they're very clear. Uh, and I think that it has changed. And especially where you've already restricted someone and within their restriction, now you start going on their back post to say, well, we don't like this one. We don't like that one. That is what I think is a disservice and a disgrace of this social media platform. However, I'm glad to see and thankful to see that there are so many other corporations and or people and entrepreneurs that are connecting through other sources of media. And I think it's going to be really good. I think that this particular platform has gotten way too big, uh, too big for their britches. And I would like to see competition, some healthy competition out there of other platforms allowing uh, within reason. Obviously you have to, you know, you have to abide by rules and regulations, but I think people have to be more concise and really decide, because if you're allowing, like how many things have been on this social platform? Uh, they've showed, you know, killings uh, uh, real time. They've shown uh, protest, abuse real time. They, and, and there was no issues with it. Now all of a sudden, because it's coming from maybe, a, uh, from a person and or influencer or entrepreneur or whatever it may be that it doesn't fit their narrative so censorship is real and we were warned by this uh, many times 
And we were recently warned over the last 10 days severely with Dan Bongino. I mean, he warned, he said, I'm a big person. He's a big influencer, obviously. But do not think they're not gonna come after you. And I'm a perfect example. Um, and whenever there comes a time where there will be a class action uh, suit, you bet you, I'll be joining that. Uh, to uh, not allow an entrepreneur the, the freedom of speech within their guidelines, because I truly believe, believe I was in their guidelines. I did not incite violence. I did not ask for violence. Quoting somebody's not asking for violence, showing a peaceful entrance into a building is not instilling violence. Uh, therefore, you are impeding my ability um, to conduct my business. Um, I have, we have, as two sisters, we have taken ads out with them. I will never give them another penny uh, in that regard. I will gladly love to advertise, but not on this particular platform. So how do you, you know, triumph over that when I'm in this situation? You find other ways. It's just one big pivot that I'm currently in. And uh, I will, uh, I'll make that divot, but I will not be intimidated by big tech. I just, I just won't be. I, I, if I've got to go on to smaller platforms, I have no problem doing that. If I've got to message people and call them up, I love doing that anyways. I'm still connecting with people. So I feel like I've triumphed over that because a lot of people would crumble, they'd give up and I'm not giving up. Um, I love that. And, you know, speaking of different avenues, I've obviously been doing, oh my God, I think I probably spent a good 10 to 12 hours on different research of different platforms. Um, and I love that fact that there are different uh, alternatives. You know, I had mentioned satellite radio, um, and there's also, um, you know, two sisters may very soon have their own radio network. So we're kind of excited about that. Not saying that that's something that we're going to do, but we are definitely <laughs> going to put it out there. Um, the other thing that we are also thinking of is um, getting our website at some point up and running and be there are different platforms that will allow us to broadcast live um, directly through our website. So that's another avenue. So there's always um, there's always a way to get our message out there. I mean, we were before the internet, we were always getting our message out there, whether it was by mail or picking up the phone or, you know. Absolutely, and there's some, there's some great alternatives out there. There is, uh, which I, I'm just learning on, is the Clout Hub is a great app, uh, which is, is actually gonna be awesome. There are, um, obviously MeWe is up and running, uh, and they all do a little something different um, but I think it really depends on what you're, you're looking for. I do believe, uh, Clout Hub, and I'm going to give them shout outs, is going to be the new, um, more of a new generational, and I like that, something refreshing, um, because I always say, you know, no matter how big you get, and I believe, uh, this social media platform was very humbled in the beginning, and something went astray. I'm, I'm gonna go out there and say that something went astray. And I think that's the problem with entrepreneurs and letting your britches get too big that you forget your humble beginnings and you, you, you know, then, it's, then it becomes with all that money, it becomes a lot of power. And what do you, now you, it's good to have power if you're using it in a positive, but when you are trying to uh, negate over 84 million people, 
that, you know, think a different way than the rest of your population, who are you to say who's right or wrong? I mean, that's the whole point of freedom of speech and, and our God-given right as citizens of the United States of America. Oh, absolutely right, which brings me to another off-topic about that. If nobody obviously likes being censored, we know that, and we talked about the guidelines. We signed up for that. I don't believe you were doing anything that you weren't supposed to be doing. Well, like, let's be real here. But what if the possibility of what we don't know is being influenced by that? And I think that has a lot to do with what is going on. And don't I, I don't think that I'm specifically referring to anything at this moment other than the fact of censorship in general. If we're censoring, people, excuse me, people like Dan, Bongino, not we, but right. big tech companies are censoring. And obviously they've taken President Trump off of all his different social media accounts. Why would you want to censor the opposite side? Wouldn't you want their input on what's going on? So I think there's more, there's a lot of shit going on that we don't know about. I agree, and I think that the bottom line is if you are if you are postured in your beliefs that what you have done is for the good, the uh, you know the good of your position of power, whether you're in Congress, whether you're in the Senate, whether you're big tech, whether you are running uh, for office, and you're postured that you are authentically have that integrity, why? use that wasted energy. I, I find it funny because you don't, you don't really hear uh, a lot of what's gonna go on January 20th from the opposite side. And to me, you know, the, the, you would think that there'd be focus on that, that that would be their focus on. And now you have the party that pushed for you to be elected. Uh, I think we can honestly say when the proof comes out, which already the proof has been out, that the, the election was at best, uh, it was tainted, it was, um, it has been shown to not be accurate would be a word, I'm trying to obviously avoid certain words, but if you were that confident that it was so, then let it be done. Why are you wasting energy on blocking people's freedom of speech, but not only that, you have blocked the president of the United States of America. Why? If you know that you're, you're going into office and you're confident that your party or your whatever has been on the up and up in all your states that you had the people during the night doing what they were doing and that there was nothing wrong, why are you wasting your energy and focus on, on, on trying to stop what you feel you've already stopped. You, 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 you've declared yourself a winner. You declare that you are the next four years. You've declared that, you know, there was nothing wrong with the elections. So why are you focused still on the same info, this intel? Well, I, that's the part that I think anyone with a certain amount of common sense has to be scratching their head. Like if, if you know you won, what, what, 
what is your reasoning then that you would devote the energy now into this instead of your celebration of what you think that you want? And I find that very peculiar. Well, yeah, peculiar because one, and I'm not going to name names, but I'm sure people can figure out whom I'm talking about uh, from a certain um, Northeast state who is in the process of making a list of Trump supporters. Uh, Why? For what purpose? So your elected official is making a list of Trump supporters and you're going to do what with it and to whom? I don't get it. And based on that fact, I'm going to say this, this last thing that was on my list. I'm not sure if I would ever vote again. Now, I'm not saying that I will not vote. But as of this morning, I thought with everything that is going on, all this information that is coming out and trying to disseminate it and do my own research. Why would I want to vote again? And I think that's that's the travesty of it all. That's what we have to triumph over mm-hmm. is because 80% of our states do do it correctly. And I'm not saying that every state is perfect. And I'm not saying that every state did not have some sort of hanky panky going on. But as a whole, 80% of our country does consistently and I'm not saying that every state is seven, seven, six to seven states that are have been implicated in um, wrongdoing. They are really a small piece to the pie. But I think it, it goes back to what uh, the current administration is talking about of, of you know, uh, you know, redoing and making sure that people have confidence and going in and casting their ballot. And I don't think it's unreasonable to bring an ID. Most people, you know, if, if you're around a certain age, have to show an ID to buy alcohol or tobacco. Um, you need an ID to register a vehicle. You need an, uh, you know, an ID uh, to become a state uh, a citizen of another state and file, and, and file paperwork. Uh, you need an ID to get on an airplane. Uh, You need an ID to create any kind of bank account, a credit card, whatever it may be. So why on one of the most valuable things a United States citizen has and is blessed to have, that it should be held sacred. Your vote should be sacred. And if the people in charge, whether it's federal, state, local, all these little compartments of government, our vote should be handled with nothing but sacred care. It's a sacred honor to be able to go in and declare who you're going to vote in a written manner or, you know, checkmark, however, you know, whatever state, how they do it. It is a sacred right and therefore should be uh, the people that are taking that sacred ballot should, if they did not follow the legalities of what they're supposed to do, I believe should be uh, brought to whatever proper channels and dealt with. 
because most people take voting seriously and they should. It's a right. A lot of people, a lot of men and women died for that right. And what are we doing? We're, we're, we're spitting on our right. You have to, like, I don't know. A lot of times you even have to show an ID to pick up prescription. What is the big deal about showing who you are in an election in a secured manner? So they can't say it's like, well, I don't want my information out there. Your information is already out there. But in order to prove that I am, here's my ballot, look me up. And I have to say that is one thing that I'm going to give kudos, big kudos to uh, Governor DeSantos in Florida. I've obviously coming from New England, this was probably the most efficiently run election I've ever been a part of. It was very smooth. You went in, you had, and they had you uh, very much kind of ran like if you were in line to get on a, a flight. You have to have your board, you know, before you go in, before security, guess what? You need your boarding pass and your need, you need your ID, right? Well, the same thing, that's how they applied it there. They wanted you to have your ID ready. Um, you know, in this case, obviously most people were, you know, some people, I think mostly everyone was masked up. That was one of the rules that they, they did, which rightfully so. And then you didn't just grab a ballot and go, or, or go find your precinct and go, you went, you knew what precinct and they looked you up and you didn't, they didn't hand you a ballot. You showed your ID, they entered your information with, and most people, I think all states have a, where is it? A barcode. Let's see if I can find my barcode. Yes, you have a you have a barcode. So for those that can't see that is listening, I'm I'm showing the back of my my ID, and that's what they use. And then it spit out the ballot. It already knew what precinct I was from. It already knew knew you know whether I was Republican, Democrat, Independent. It already knew all that information, and it just spit it out. And then you went into a little area, you filled it out, then you met with somebody else, and you physically put the ballot in yourself. It was very smooth run. So I don't understand why other states and the other, the other kind of ironic thing about all of this, especially this was brought to light um, during the Georgia runoff. I believe it was Fulton County, if I'm not mistaken, Cobb County or Fulton County of Georgia. Yes, I do pay, pay attention to different counties, especially where uh, it, an election is going to impact uh, our government and our future as a whole. So people need to be in tune. Don't be a complacent citizen, do your homework. But anyways, it was, it was either Fulton County or Cobb County. And at 10 o'clock they said, oh, we're, we're done. We're, we're gonna stop counting. And we found another, well, first it was 113 ballots, then it was 140,000, then it was 170,000. But we're gonna come back at 8 a.m. We're, we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna close up shop now, guys. We'll be back at eight. Stay tuned. And I thought to myself, if Florida, as big a state as Florida is, can not only manage to close on time, and what I mean by close on time, they, they closed at eight o'clock and their precincts reported within, within an hour and a half. They already had all this information. If a state of Florida can do it, you're going to tell me, honestly tell me, that Georgia, one county, Fulton County or Cobb County, again, I don't know which one it is, could not do that? And hello, Florida has 69 or more counties and also has two time zones. Correct. 
And so I don't, I, 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 and I don't, I don't understand why more Americans are not saying, regardless of, you know, what party you're from, like, really? Yeah, but what people have to understand, what we're trying to say, it's not about the party affiliation. It's about the act of voting and, and how to do that. I've worked numerous um, elections, um, and this is, was before they had, you know, where the ballot goes automatically through where we had the old machines. I worked about five or six, I, I don't remember what number it was. Um, two of them did involve presidential um, elections <laughs> to my recollection. Obviously this was a long time ago. You had a Republican and a Democrat on each side of that machine. If the Republican had to get up and use the facilities, another, an absentee person or whatever you want to call them, somebody would fill in until that person got back. And let me tell you, I had some of the best discussions learning more from that the Democratic person that I, I was sitting with. And it wasn't about me being a Republican and them being a d Democrat. It was what we felt, um, if what we were voting on, for instance, if it was a presidential election, what do you know, not who you're voting for, obviously you know who you're voting for, do you know what you're voting for and why is that important to you? And I learned so many different insights and it's not about being Republican or Democrat, it's really about being uh, well-informed on who you're voting for. Now, in closing in, in that statement, what I will say is um, if this was happening on the other side, I don't care if it was, I don't, Republican or Democrat, I don't care, okay? Um, and let's say it was the Re Republican party that was doing all this stuff, I'd be fighting just as hard for the Democrats. Absolutely, because it goes back to it's okay to have, I mean, we're not supposed to be all alike. We're not supposed to think alike. We're not supposed to have the same values even, which that sounds a little bizarre, but some people don't. The bottom line is you want to always feel who's ever running a local election, national election, whatever it may be, that the, the, that the, the actual action of voting is, is kept sacred and we've lost that. And that should be alarming to everyone. It should be alarming that peaceful protesters are now being categorized as domestic terrorists. I, I got the alert on that today, that the narrative now is that anyone that support, supported President Trump is a domestic terrorist. If you're not, I would not, nor have I ever, considered Democrats domestic terrorists. Do I believe that there's bad, bad bunches of people out there, meaning Antifa and all that? Those to me would be classified as domestic terrorists. But to, to, call, to call a Democrat and or Republican, if they're utilizing their free speech and they're peaceful, those are not domestic terrorists. And to have that label is a travesty and it's a sin because sadly, it's going to uh, devalue the real meaning behind a domestic terrorist. You're now taking the word terrorist and just applying it to wherever it fits your narrative, but you're doing a disservice 
to the and you're demeaning the actual true meaning and the severity and the seriousness of the word terrorist. And I think that's a crime and that's a tragedy that Americans are not opening up their eyeballs to say, you know, something's not right with our world right now, our government, our, our United States, our country. And it's not, it's beyond party. It's, a, it's beyond uh, differences in ideology. There's something very, very wrong that mainstream media can declare and or people that are actually have taken an oath to serve our constitution are calling protesters terrorists that you know where it's not warranted that is a severe a severe violation of how you treat another human being now are there some of those people out there absolutely but on to, both sides on both sides but to brands anyone that supports the current president of the United States as a domestic terrorist, and like that, that's pretty severe. And that should never ever be tolerated or accepted or can be complacent about, well, you know, I'm just a little person. My voice doesn't really matter. It does matter. Your voice matter, Carol Sue's voice matters. I know you can hear my voice as I'm speaking, but I really want you to listen to what I am going to say. If you want your voice to matter, it has to matter to you. We'll give you this forum. We would love to have you on, even if you have an opposing viewpoint. We would love that. We love engaging discussions where we can talk this out, hash it out, however you know you want to go about that. That's that is not how we set out to do our podcast, but this is has developed into so much more. And that's why your voice matters. What you have to say matters and you should not be censored because you want to share your point of view. I agree. Any and other I thing you would like to say? I would just say that's in closing with Triumph Tuesday is look for the little triumphs that you are experiencing. We are in a very uncertain time, not only in our communities, in our counties, in our states, and as a whole as a government and, and country, we are at a very a, a crossroad in humanity about knowing that at the through all of this ick there's still good out there. And if you can triumph over that mindset to know that better days are going to be ahead of us, we will heal. We will, we will probably have to go through some bumpy times, but isn't this whole year from, when I talk about the whole year from 2020 to this current time, we are exactly one year into this. It has not been an easy road for many of us. Many of us have lost loved ones. We thought, okay, let's break away from 2020. 2021 is going to be something brand and spanky new. And here, a week into it, you know, we're still feeling all these tugs. So if you could triumph over saying, we will get through it, I will get through it, and I want my voice to be heard because I matter, guys, that's a triumph. Happy Triumph Tuesday. This is Carol Sue. Absolutely. And on that note, Naughty Boss live with two.
this does and hey everyone this is janice aka wellness diva and we have a great afternoon contact us send me a message send casu a message we're here with you birds chirping um we're gonna sign off for now we'll see you tomorrow have a great afternoon everyone bye-bye